0: From South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right, right now. now. Now, News Radio 610, WIOD. The U.S. economy created 194,000 jobs in September, slower growth than earlier this year, despite many companies saying they are desperate to fill 11 million unfilled jobs. Economists said the Delta variant may have caused employers and workers to hold off. The unemployment rate dropped to 4.8%, though that does not account for those who have left the labor force and haven't returned. Yeah, the real unemployment rate, I'll break some of that stuff down and, and have some of the finer points on Monday once we account for people that aren't covered by the base rate. But a couple of things here, um, just tie in a little bit of what we talked about. But you know what Joe Biden and the Democrats have meant to you and your family this year? You know what all this minutia has meant to you in reality? $175 a month hundred. Moody's found out the inflation cost of the average household is $175 a month. Joe Biden has given you a used car without the car. Tommy Pickett with the RNC joining us now. Tommy, if I get a car payment, I at least want the stinking car. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And I think just when you were mentioning there the
1: $175 per month, one thing I want to mention is that it's even worse than that because that's actually just the fuel food and energy costs. That's not counting things like back-to-school supplies or many of the other things that are actually these huge sticker shocks in the American economy. So at minimum, it's $175. And what I found kind of ironic about Moody's being the one that found this is that you know, this, this is Biden's favorite economist. He cites Moody's ad nauseum all the time when, they, when he talks about his economic plans and even there saying that Biden's reckless spending is costing families at least, at least, one hundred and seventy-five dollars per month. So I, I really don't understand how it gets away with saying he's not taxing Americans making less than four hundred thousand dollars a month, because everyone's basically paying this hidden tax of one hundred and seventy-five dollars a month.
0: Yes, yeah, so Tommy, in, in ways in which you know maybe people can digest, since you know it all seems like you know monopoly money when it's trillions here and trillions there, or Biden bucks and free candy for everybody. It's free, 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 free. In reality. If it's already meant at least 175 bucks to us, if it's already meant a used car payment to us, by the time, if they ever did, you know, the George Costanza-backed human fund money-for-people reconciliation deal, we're talking about getting Porsche payments without getting the Porsche.
1: I think that's a really good way of putting it. I mean, because that's exactly what it's going to be. I mean, we have Obama economist Larry Summers, who's no conservative economist. He's out here saying, tweeting in all caps this week, that we have an inflation problem. That's how he put it. So Biden's really putting his head in the sand here if he thinks that inflation is not going to be a problem. And I think a lot of Democrats are starting to wake up to this. I mean, they know that prices are rising. They know that's basically a tax on everyday Americans. And they know if they spend trillions of dollars, just waste it. It's basically going to funnel money from Americans' paychecks in the form of inflation to the government, and they're just going to basically uh, burn it up in smoke. So there's to your point of paying the Porsche payments without getting the Porsche, that's exactly what's going to happen. Every American is going to be paying money that they're not going to see any return from, and that's what the impact of rising prices
0: is. So here's my question to you. From a messaging standpoint with the Republican Party, are you going to help paint the pictures that we're talking about here so that anybody who hasn't yet connected the dots as to why this inflation has hit as hard, well, that, that this is what's actually doing it? So they understand that, indeed, all this is a tax increase on them, regardless of if they put a cutoff at 400000 uh, 100%. Uh,
1: we are messaging on this constantly. We're using every single tool at our uh, disposal to spread this message, whether that's social media, whether that's on TV, whether that's on radio, whether that's in statements and emails and talking to reporters volunteers on the ground phone calls this every single thing that we are doing is trying to focus on the fact that of, uh, of the impact that Biden's policies are having on the wallets of everyday Americans and really the fact that inflation is a tax is important for people to understand and that's why we're messaging it like that the hidden tax of inflation because really every American is made worse off so it, he likes to say in terms of you know the 400,000 limit he put on it first of all that itself on its face. It's a lie. The Joint Committee on Taxation has indicated that families making as little as $50,000 a year could see a tax increase. But there is a study from the Tax Foundation in terms of the impact of inflation and other metrics that say 80 percent, 80 percent of taxpayers will be poorer if Biden passes his $3.5 trillion bill, 80 percent. That's the impact of this bill. That's what happens when we take money away from hardworking Americans and send it to the swamp. That's when we reject capitalism and embrace socialism. And we know it's socialism because Bernie Sanders is basically out here saying as much. 80% of taxpayers are going to be worse off. And we're doing a message on that across the board every day, all day.
0: Speaking with Tommy Piggott, the RNC. You're welcome, by the way, to use the uh, car payment analogy. Uh, you can run with that. And, and uh, don't you need attribution. Just make it stick. Uh, so... Okay. <laughs> we take a look at, you know, the insert crises here. So this week you had 11 Republican governors go to the, the border. And you know, our governor, Ron DeSantis, uh, was there months ago. And uh, after he had sent the Florida contingent of law enforcement to try to assist with the border crisis, we found out that at that particular location, 70 percent of those crossing the border uh, ended up making their way to Florida. We have found out that through those that have actually been granted asylum status under the Biden administration, 92.3% of everybody who's crossed that border, it turns out to be an illegal immigrant. Almost none of these people are legitimate. Uh, so what do you, what do you make? I mean, what came of the Republican governors going down there? Where do we go from here?
1: Well, I think kind of two things. One, it was a massive contrast, right? So the Republican governors are down there. They're actually putting forward policy solutions. They're working together. They're doing their best to actually address this problem. But that leads to the second thing, which, you know, immigration is a federal responsibility. Uh, that, that's ultimately where the, the, the issues are going to be solved or created, uh, federally. So when the Republican governors go down there, it's extremely important. I think that they are, that they're highlighting this issue. That they're doing what they can, but ultimately, since Joe Biden is embracing an open borders agenda, since he's basically letting everyone in that wants to come in, except for a few caveats, that we're having miles of the border unpatrolled, we're having an uptick in human smuggling, because he's completely unwilling to take the basic steps like building the wall that would help address this crisis, this crisis is just going to keep getting worse. So I think it's important and it's great that Republican governors are down there trying to present policy solutions, doing whatever they can that's necessary on the margins to try to make this as as good as possible, but ultimately it's all on Joe Biden. And Joe Biden has failed to address this crisis after he created it. And there's no sign he's going to change any of his policies.
0: I hear from people that are deeply concerned about how the heck we can just continue down this path. I mean, you you take a look and with over a a million and a half people that have crossed that Southern border this year, that's more than the population of multiple States in this country. I mean, how do we, endure what's happening here and and come out on the other end okay?
1: Well, I think that's an important question. I mean, we're already having impacts of many people that are not okay. I mean, that are having lethal drugs surging across the border, enough to kill tens of millions of Americans. We're seeing a surge in criminal activity and cartel activity. Gang members are crossing the border. Rodney Scott, who uh, retired from his post as Border Patrol chief, in June, talked about how terrorist threats are exploiting the border. Um, Biden's current uh, Border Patrol chief, Raul Ortiz, talked about how cartels are dictating, you know, with the Del Rio camp, um, the many Haitians that were camped there. Cartels are dictating where a lot of these asylum seekers are crossing the border so that Border Patrol is distracted and the illicit activity or the dangerous illicit activity can go and cross the border undetected. So the fact is, is we need to solve this now, to your point, about making sure that we mitigate these harms. Um, And the tragedy of it is, is that Americans are already paying the price for Biden's open borders agenda. So all we can do is Republican governors are doing everything we can. We're trying to highlight this issue. We're trying to explain what's going on. And then hopefully in 2022, we actually get a real check and balance on this administration that can actually apply some pressure from Congress to make sure we solve this crisis. Um, That's really the only long-term solution we have in terms of putting a check on this dangerous administration.
0: Yeah, speaking of Congress in the here and now, you had Senators Scott and Rubio pin a letter to President Biden about the border crisis yesterday. We're going to check in with Senator Rubio coming up at 1135. Tommy Piggott with the RNC. Good talking with you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Talk with FreedomWorks next here on the Bright Mud Show. News Radio 610 WIOD.